Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Generational Gap. I'm Aaron Powers. With me today, two of my beautiful babies. My daughter Lucy joining us as usual. Lucy, say hello. My son Dylan behind me. Say hello, Dylan. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I told you his voice was deeper than mine. So, we are going to talk about Uncharted today. Touching again on Lucy's unhealthy Tim Hillman obsession. <laughs> Come on, woo! And Dylan was a fan of the games and actually had me playing it for a little bit. I got about, I think, halfway through the first one. Maybe even farther. I got to the ship. It was pretty okay. far. It was yeah. pretty far. Um, so, Dylan, you're a senior this year. Before we uh, get too far in, we'll talk a little bit about you. Oh, <laughs> so Dylan's a senior. Pretty much, they're gonna change Jimmy John's to Dylan John's because he's working his way up the corporate ladder there. <laughs> Are you excited to graduate, son? Yeah, I'm excited to get up out of there. You know, <laughs> I know you are. I know you are. He's a man of few words on that topic because he's been. Done with school for a while, he feels. <laughs> the senioritis is heavy with this one. So, so Dylan, you played both Uncharted games? I've played all. There more? There's four. Oh, I've there played, are four. I thought there were only two. I've played all four. I did a lot of research, folks. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, I, I'm what you call a, a professional. I'm a bit of an expert on this topic, you know. Yikes. So, what were your feelings on the movie as far as its accuracy to the game? I thought that, well, first off, I, I thought it was a good mix between the first game and the fourth game. Oh. Uh, but I thought, overall, it was pretty good. I, I enjoyed it, and I thought that it did have the kind of elements from the, the first game with the, the ships and mm. sort of... Spanish. Uh, now, are you saying ships Michelle, like how Lulu ships people? No, 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 no. no. Like pirate actual ships. Like a pirate ship. Actual yeah. ships. No vessels. Sorry. I thought you meant like Mark and Tom had a ship. That's no, that's oh. a bromance. There's a difference. Oh, I mean, you ship people all the time. I get shipped all the time. I ship my pants. Ooh. <laughs> so, so they actually mixed in elements from the fourth game into the, like I assume that there's probably going to be another movie I don't know there might yeah, they, they the teased ending. one I know that one yeah. but the way that they they oh had it was they had the the connection between the two brothers which you don't see in the first two games they don't even show him or talk about him right the third game you learn about his childhood and then the fourth game they actually bring the brother back into the games to oh to so your boy, your boy, and your boy may have Rudy Panaka, Rudy Panko, Panaka, Rudy Panko, from who plays uh, JJ in of the of the breadcrumb family. <laughs> Very famous, his family, a lot of stock and meatloaf. He plays JJ in Outer Banks. Yes, yes, he's a nice, nice looking young man. So, uh, so did you like the movie or did? Yeah, it? no, I liked the movie. Yeah, I, thought, I thought it was pretty good. Okay. Lulu, your mother and I took you and Ava to see this. Yeah. And there's there's a scene where Tom Holland's doing pull-ups. 
the shirtless working out scene, yeah. And I heard like a yip come from the back of the theater. I heard that out. I, I thought it might be the people behind you. Oh yeah, for sure. It definitely was not me and Ava going. Oh my god. Yeah, because I mean, he's such a little guy. Uh, yeah, like me and her, we're never, we've never like yelled or anything. In the, we've never been excited <laughs> in a theater. Period. Period. <laughs> Especially like when Andrew and Toby, you know, like we definitely like have never like screamed in a theater or like looked at each other and we get to tell the other and it was blushing. Never. Yeah. Never happened. The girls are ridiculous. So, and uh, I heard an interview with Mark Wahlberg a few weeks ago, and this movie was actually set to be made in 2008. Mm -hmm. And he was originally cast as Nathan Nathan Drake, which is Ted Hamilton's character. (laughs) And by the time that they were actually... <laughs> getting ready to make the movie, they called him. They're like, "All right, we're gonna go with this. We got Spider-Man," and he was like, "For what?" And they were like, "Well, you're the old guy now." Yeah, <laughs> and so Mark Wahlberg was just really like, "You're the other guy." There was one thing <laughs> that's that how long I, it took um, to get this made. There was one thing that me and Dylan were agreeing on is they could have picked somebody a little older. They could have. They could. I think. Or at they, least uh, graying up his hair. J. Jonah Maybe. Jameson, I think, would have been an interesting role. Oh yeah. J. Jonah Jameson, that would have been a good one. Oh okay, okay. I, I think, think he looks similar enough. For sure. Okay. But they, I feel like they wanted somebody more athletic though, which is yeah, why for the they still stuck stuff. with Wait, Mark Wahlberg. Well, I think Mark yeah, had been tied. No, I was gonna say <laughs> Victor Sullivan. You right, he's in the first game. Yes, yes, he yep. okay. He's like leading, like yeah. you're catching up to him the whole time. I, I recall now. I, the first game, I always mix up the first and the second for okay. certain scenes because I just play them similarly timed wise. So. Gotcha. Um, yeah, Victor Sullivan is not athletic in the games. He's an old man, you know. Right. He's more of a con artist. He's a, a which they definitely they kept that, that part. Very they well, just yeah. added the action. It started out well with movies are funny like that though. Like we watched the newest Halloween a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Michael Myers is supposed to be like sixty at this point. He's yeah. faster than ever. <laughs> he just like bounds entire houses. Hey, <laughs> it doesn't he, even matter. He ages like fine wine. Uh, <laughs> better than that. <laughs> Fine beer. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the movie was originally supposed to be made in 08, and then they brought in Holland in 2017, and then it was actually done and ready for release in 2020. And so it's just, but it took two years because of COVID and everything. Really? Yeah, I just found that out. I, I swear that Tom it. was saying that he was filming that and No Way Home at the same time. Well, it probably took a long time to make No Way Home. I mean, there was a lot of uh, big stars in that, so I, a lot of times it's hard to get all of them in one place, mm-hmm. so you gotta kind of work around them. I don't know. I mean, Marvel's probably also paying them a lot, so they yeah. were like, no, no, we're paying you the most you get here. We're giving you more than you were in your previous movies. Just stick with it. So I don't remember, Dylan, from the game, all the double-cross stuff. Is that all added in for the... There's a lot of double-crossing going on in all the different games. Were the girls in the games? Which girl are you talking about? Well, like so like Chloe. Uh, t- Chloe is in the game. Puss in she... Boots plays Santiago Moncada. <laughs> right. Yes. He um, is the Spanish. Antonio He's like the son of the Spanish uh, official. Yeah. Correct? And his kids are spies. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's. <laughs> 
They're not. I'm making a spy kids joke. And um, the son is now married to Megan Trainer. Yes. <laughs> and they have a little redhead. And the daughter is not a right. <laughs> I I think that the girl that they brought in, not Chloe, but the other girl, Joe Braddock, played by yeah. the, Tati like, Gabrielle. Yeah, the Tati Gabrielle. One with the short hair. She's in the one hundred. She's from the show You as well. Mm. Very not ugly. <laughs> yeah. Um. I recognized her from the 100 watching that. Yeah, long. she's the librarian that she Joe just, falls for in the most recent season of the show You as well. She just looks like, in that movie, she looks like the kind of girl that would like think she's a snake. She's, <laughs> like, That's she just fair. looks like she's like... That's a fair assessment. They pretty similarly from the 100 as Gaia, where she's a very strong woman. She plays a good badass, that's for sure. Yeah, for real. Definitely. And I think that... I think she shouldn't have killed him as early as she did. Mm. I feel like she could have waited until they got to the like island. Early, but yeah. there has been... Because in the first game, there's a double cross. In the fourth game, there's a double cross. Okay. The second game, there's a bit of a double cross with Chloe and uh, Flynn mm. uh, to Nathan himself. So there's a double crossing throughout. I can't remember if in the okay. third game... I didn't remember uh, Chloe didn't at the all the in the first one. She's not in the first game. Okay, yeah. okay. She's What's in the second game. Oh my gosh, why is my mind blinking? What's his brother's name now? Sam. Sam. Samuel Drake and Nathan Drake mm-hmm. are the two main brothers. So, Sam, since you're telling us this, we now know he is definitely alive, because that was a cliffhanger where he's probably alive, but you yeah. don't know yeah. for sure. Yeah, and then wasn't he in prison? In the first, in no, the, I'm sorry. In oh, the they did show him at the end. Didn't yeah, because they, they totally showed him in a prison cell. Yeah, in the fourth game, what happens is they're all in a prison, and like the fourth game is a prequel to the first and second games because they take place after. Mm. So in the fourth game, they're doing their first heist with this one character, not relevant, but basically they escape the prison that they're in. That's you, Todd Ham. To learn information about where this <laughs> treasure's at. And on the way out of the, on the way out of the prison, when they're escaping, Sam gets shot, and Nathan thinks that he dies because he falls down into like the abyss, basically. Mm, uh, and then you find out later that he survived, and he was stuck in the prison for however long. Yeah, and he doesn't know about him <laughs> for all the time between the first, the second, first, second, and third, possibly the third game. I okay. can't recall the timeline, but. I remember finding out that Rudy was going to be in it because he posted something on Instagram of the ring. Like, oh, so I'm like... Oh, part of this magnet ring? Yeah, oh, I'm like, it? wait, that looks familiar. And, like, he tagged Uncharted, so I'm like, is he going to be in that with Tom? Yeah. I thought it was really good. The, the action scenes were good. The, yeah. That is one thing. I, that's why I say that... Um, Tom is the best Spider-Man because, like, he actually can do the stuff. Yeah, like, he does a lot of his own stunts, and, like, he grew up doing gymnastics and dance. No, I saw him dance in lip-sync battle. Oh, an (laughs) umbrella. (laughs) No, but, like, he, like, he literally got made fun of in high school for doing ballet, and he was also, he's also, he's also dyslexic. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. So he's got two right feet? No, that's not what dyslexic means. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, that's right. He can speak two languages. That is also not dyslexic. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he sort of speaks English two different ways. I say I could be British. I'm British. Oh, boy. <laughs> a little bit. 
in the in the lineage a little, <laughs> but so uh, so they have to steal the cross, right? What is the cross called? The the, the, the two like gold like the, the keys. Um, the key, yeah, the golden. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, they already have one key, and they have to get the second yeah, one. And so they go to Spain. They end up in. That's yeah, where they, find they have to go to Spain because that's where. That's where they go find Chloe, played by Sophia Ali. Excuse me. Right. And she immediately steals from them. Yeah. Like Jeez. any woman. So they literally like, like told him. It's pretty accurate how the whole like uh, relationship between Sully and Chloe is portrayed in the movie. I okay. really like how that was laid out. And I think like Chloe looks very similar to how she does in the games. I think they did a good job with her character overall. Oh, nice. Yeah. I thought it was funny when they get uh, skipping ahead a little when they actually get to the final like island mm-hmm. where they, the treasure is the <laughs> the <coughs> character the actual voice actor for Nathan Drake is on the island and oh really yeah. him, and it's a little cameo with him in it that's cool I love when they do this and he's like He's talking to Tom Holland, and he's like, "Oh, what are you doing?" And he's like, "Oh, I remember doing that." <laughs> Those oh, kinds yeah. of little ah, good there, stuff. There was actually a lot of little hidden stuff in cameos. That's how they had a little Naughty Dog sticker. Oh, that was the original the game brand. Game brand. So okay. they had that with like the box that Nathan Drake pulls up, and he's looking at his old photographs and stuff. Like. I thought that was kind of cool. I like that stuff when they did the little Easter eggs and the the shout outs to them. But there's a lot I missed. Oh, I'm sure. There was there was one on the plane I can't remember, like in the plane scene, which very good scene. That's ripped straight from the game, the yeah. third game. Oh, okay. Where where he's oh, like I flying I, out of the plane. I think you yeah, I might have seen cargo. you do that, or I, I feel like I yeah I had seen that before. Yeah, it's a classic. That's one of the main because like. It, when, when you look at Uncharted games in the Naughty Dog series, there's always like set pieces in those games that are very memorable. The train scene from the second game where you're running atop the, the moving train, that was like revolutionary at the time when oh. it actually came out, like huge set piece. And then for three, it was the plane. One had the boat in the middle of the, the water, you know, the submarine, the German U-boat. Right, right. Yeah, that was, like, a really cool part. Okay. The fourth game has a lot of different spots. I, I liked a lot of the fourth game. So, do you think there's going to be more movies? Do they already have plans for more? I don't know. I mean, know. when you're saying they mix so many things from the other movie, games, I, I wonder, know. you know, like... I feel like... I mean, they did lose a big chunk of that treasure that I could see them doing something to go back after that. In the game, the the... Running repeated like a uh, thing that you'll see throughout the games is that Nathan will always be doing these huge heists, but he'll never actually get the treasure. That's like the whole shtick of the games. Gotcha. In the first game, you do get treasure, but it's not enough to support him like sure, millions. Forever. Yeah, he's not set. So it's like throughout, he's always searching for more, and he's climbing. In the fourth game, it actually shows him push away from that life, but then Sam brings him back in. So there's this conflict in that between the two brothers where Nathan's done, he's he's been through these uh, long, drawn-out searches for these riches beyond wild imagination. Sure, sure. And Sam hasn't done this because he's been stuck doing nothing. So he's... He's hungry for it. Yeah, he, he still wants it. He's been doing nothing but thinking about it. Because... Yeah, that's very interesting. 
Oh, uh, yeah. There probably will be another, but I, it's interesting how they're meshing stuff from the different games. It is. I do like how they did it, though. Um, throughout the movie, uh, Nathan had that lighter that he would not give up on. Yeah. Um, which was Sam's. Right. And I don't know if it. This is kind of something that, like, that part was like a, a little cameo thing. But one thing that I wonder is because in Outer Banks, JJ has. That a lighter that looks a lot alike, and it has JJ like engraved in it, like like if he did it himself with a knife. Um, so I don't know if they use like the same lighter for that or not. Maybe maybe that's a little cameo there. Um, there you go. Kind of um, about that. Ah shoot! I keep forgetting every time you say something. I was about to say something. I keep yeah. forgetting. <laughs> ah, what was it? So I don't know. What was your favorite part of the movie, though? Besides the pull-ups. <laughs> I wasn't even going to say that. Um, hmm. Uh, I liked when uh, the hotel room, uh, when he wrote down the coordinates, but gave oh. her the false coordinates. Mm-hmm. So then he yeah, had, I like that. that's solid. That's solid. And then he's like on the boat driving away the actual treasure. You know what my favorite part was? Hmm. The pull-ups. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> probably, the, probably the fight when he stole the key the first time. That whole fight scene was really cool. Yeah. yeah I didn't know. Uh, what I was gonna say that I just remembered was they might do another movie because at the end they did tease that they could, yeah. but at the uh-huh. same time, I feel like that's like in every script now. They're like, who knows? Let's just yeah. put a tease at the end. It, I feel like they did that to see what people's reaction would be, and I feel like that they yeah, might. Yeah, that's normally what they do. But there is a lot of scenes. The ballroom scene where they steal yeah. the cross—that's yeah. in the fourth game, like. That's yeah, straight from the yeah. fourth game. Yeah, that's another so good thing. So you were watching it the first time. Was I saw all crazy? of it. I liked it though. I was yeah. like, they did it well, and it's okay. interesting because yeah, the way that they set it up with like Nathan having to go to the power and electrical—that was straight from it, pretty much, mm-hmm. except for the whole like Scottish coming, Scottish, oh, Scottish right. guy coming in. That wasn't a part of it, mm-hmm. but he just like couldn't open it, and they were outbidding and bidding. He didn't have time, so it was like kind of a stressful oh. moment. But with the whole like chandelier, that part wasn't there. So they, I liked they that part. Had to, like, yeah, add they got to Hollywood it up a little which bit. Which is not bad. I yeah. like that they didn't just like rip it and then keep it the exact same. They changed it up. It would be kind of boring just to watch somebody unlocking, you know, like you need yeah. that extra stuff. There was um, one thing that Tom was saying, uh, because like he'll have like his brother, like one of his brothers or his mom, like go to set with him just to like watch. Mm. And the car scene where he's getting hit by the car in the air he had to do so many times oh, he's really? he had like bruises from getting hit with really? a car remember, so many times you know, i actually remember seeing stuff there was like clips of him talking about it and i've never seen those yeah damn crazy that was when they made rocky it was rocky 2 carl weathers the guy that played apollo creed him and sylvester they just really duked it out and like they actually both spent time in the hospital wow Jeez. yeah yeah, the stuff that people will do for Hollywood, even. There is a lot. The, the things that people put their bodies through. Um, uh, Matthew McConaughey, when he did Dallas Buyers Club, making Tom Hanks when he did Philadelphia, both losing a ton of weight to look like they had AIDS. When uh, one of Tom Holland's, like, I, I, not one of his first movies, but, like, closer to, like, his first movies, so he was, like, kind of big. Mm-hmm. Um... He was working with, I can't think of who he said it was, but he was working with somebody, bigger name, um, and 
he was. Uh, mm. I'm trying to think of what it was. Good stuff, Lou. I know, right? But um, I'm trying to think of it because I can't think of it that well. But um, was talking about how, like, if I remembered who he who he was talking to, Robert Downey Jr. It would be way better. No, but um, he would like have some sort of ritual before they went on. Where he would get slapped in the face. Oh. So. Yeah, um, I see fighters do that. <laughs> so he's like slapping in the face too, like do it, and he's like, no, I'm not gonna slap you. And right as they were calling it, Tom got slapped in the face so hard, <laughs> and then he had to go directly into character. That's funny. I think that's what it was, and I can't think fully. That might have oh. even been a different person. Hope it was Bautista. <laughs> no, because it was like before Marvel. Yeah, I still hope it was Bautista. Just slap the shit out of Tim Holman. Uh, I I can't remember. It might have been story Tom said. I can't remember it fully. I remember hearing that story somewhere. It was uh, Christian Bale. It was a timeline of different movies, and they showed like his weight differences between. Oh. It. it was crazy because it'd be like like an American Psycho movie, was, like nice uh, build, machinist. and then it was like all the way down. You'd be like a hundred and. 40 pounds and you go up to like 240 and yeah, down and it's just the whole timeline of clips astonishing things he does it, it's insane you could do that with Sebastian Stan in Marvel movies nah I like Christian Bale nah, well yeah like but like just in the three Captain America movies he went from being built to really like beefy and kind of chunky back to like almost just means you om- stopped working out for a while honestly though <laughs> yeah, yeah but <laughs> Christian Bale even if you see him in uh, The Fighter with Mark Wahlberg Mark Wahlberg plays boxer Mickey Ward, and Christian Bale plays his brother Dickie Eklund, who was a very good boxer but got into crack. And Hold he's on, he's all skinny and cracked out throughout the whole thing. Their names are Mickey and Dickie, and their brothers. I think that's right. I'm gonna Google it right now while we're talking. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie, pull this shit up. But <laughs> <laughs> young Jamie. <laughs> so, yeah, Christian Bale, like a Daniel Day Lewis, those guys are insane in their preparation and then so like when you hear about them having blow ups on set it it kind of makes sense because when you think about what they're putting into it and then some dude can't get the lighting right or Mm -hmm. the boom mic gets in the shot you know I'd probably lose my shit too yeah that's true you're just dedicating your body to this like and your body and your mind at times yeah like I remember Yep, it is Dickie. Dickie Eklund. For Christian Bell, they were talking about his commitment to American Psycho, how his oh, regiment, like his regiment, everything he's talking about in the movie, he was doing. Like, mm-hmm. what he was eating, it was a strict diet, and they talked about it. He was doing all the exercise he talked about, like his general facial care and everything. Mm-hmm. It was just like, yeah. I remember they, I saw something, they were talking about how they didn't know about how his actual voice was, because he has an accent. Oh, so he always played in character on set. He, uh, I forget what it's called, where they, like, you always play your character. Method acting. Yeah, method acting. Method. He would, he would be a method actor anywhere he went. So nobody knew. That's the machinist. Oh, wow. The four very acclaimed movie. That's rough. To get back yep. into the note of Uncharted, was there any scenes that you thought were just way too overboard? Or, like, that they changed too much that they shouldn't have added in? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, one thing I do do not like 
is the end when they're fighting with the ships. It was cool. I liked how they did it. I just feel like it wasn't up to what I expected. Mm -hmm. it, it seemed not so much like a, a final kind of boss fight like you'd see in game as it was just like a little... Yeah, I get that. And, like, I don't know. It, it feel like it it didn't end properly. Yeah, I get the, what you're the boss fight itself. I get like the whole oh he's you know he drops his gold and she falls into it and it's like you know they didn't get the they didn't get the gold and you know you still save him and everything. Mm -hmm. it, that makes sense to me. I just I wish it was more like a, a one on one fight that lasted till the end because that's how it would work with Uncharted. Yeah, when <laughs> the ship like started sinking, me and Ava made Titanic jokes. You guys are gonna catch me singing in front of this all the time now, just watching the bars go up and down. Yeah. So we all agree, good flick. Yeah. Good yeah. games. I enjoyed the game. I I'm not very good at the first person games and stuff, so eventually, as it got harder, I just got frustrated. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I don't blame there, you. There's too much going on. The problem the, is like when you have to parkour and maneuver, you're you're looking at a third person angle and they're moving from their first right. person. So you're trying to jump forward, but you're you're looking this way. So when you jump, you're like you're moving it. Straight, yeah, but yeah. they're turning to the side. Those were the parts that that's about where I got there. I was like, I'm never gonna get I remember those. trying to beat it for you when I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, and you would already beat it before, yeah. Where you're like jumping across in the church, mm -hmm. that was hard. So I understand it is frustrating, but it's very good if you get into it, especially. I did have fun. I the second game, very good. Just the whole, like, as soon as, like, Call of Duty and all those came along and you had to turn your body with this one and your head with this one, and I'm going, why would I ever be walking that way with my head facing that way? <laughs> why is this two different joysticks? It just drove me crazy. Um, if you try to play with tank controls, you would not like Like, no. modern-day games are fine, but tank control, like Resident Evil games, there's, there's certain maneuvers where you, you move like this, and mm. then you go forward, mm. but uh, you're getting chased by something. So you like slowly have to turn, then go then forward. Go. <laughs> it's awful. I hate games like those. And even like I play the MLB game on the PlayStation sometimes, and with that one, if you run with the joystick, mm -hmm. so like if I'm on first base and I'm going to try to run to second, it's to the right, so I press the joystick right. Well, then the camera will turn, mm -hmm. and so I have to like move the joystick from right to up. And then it turns again as I round second. I have to like keep with that. And if you don't, all of a sudden your guys turn on running back to the base. <laughs> and you're like, no, 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 no. And like switching to PC, I'm trying to get better at it. It's so hard because now instead of just like having problems with not being able to move because of the game's limitations, I'm mm. not able to move because of my own limitations. Right. Where it's like I have to have WASD and space and you know tab or control and I have to move right. all those. So are you able time. to customize your keyboard? You so can what does what? what? So I have a 15 button mouse, which means I've oh, 15. Oh, showed it to me. Yeah, so I can have each one of those be one of those keybinds. Oh, nice. So if I wanted to, I can just have WASD and then like shift space control like all on there if yeah. I wanted to. I haven't done that in any games yet, but it would be a lot easier. Yeah, that's a, hard. The baseball, especially with a smaller hand, you have to be like, you know, you got to be. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. The baseball one is so like if you picture the buttons on a PlayStation controller, X, circle, yeah. triangle, square, 
there's bases. Mm-hmm. But if you're playing regular, like if I'm just playing a game as the Cubs, it's one way. But then when I do the career one where I'm one person and it's POV, mm-hmm. it's the other way. Mm-hmm. And so never fails. At least once a game, mm-hmm. I'm throwing a ball the wrong direction. <laughs> like it every time. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah, they make that stuff so complicated. They're phasing us old guys out. <laughs> So, what do you think, Dylan, if, if they do a next one, what are your guesstimations as far as what direction that one starts with? Well... If you were making the Oh, next that's one. tough. Because what I would want is probably different than what they'll do. Right. My thought would be, they went to Spain, they did a Lovely lot this with time the of year. first and the fourth <laughs> game, I think, and a little of the third. I think they really need to focus on the second game more. They were in Nepal in the second game okay. for a lot of it. Okay. And it was like a, a Russian dictator warlord was ruling over that area. It's a good time to hate on Russia. And uh, for real. He, he was just like a defector. You know, he was just on his own. Uh, but he had this whole like military. And I don't quite remember who all was evil or bad. But you're in like these villages in the mountains, you know, all over the place. And it was just gorgeous. Uh, it was so beautiful. And I feel like they actually, what I will say, another good point about the movie, the visuals were very good when it came to the actual sets. Like when they were out in Spain. Accuracy. When they were out in Spain, you got to see like the, the nice, uh, like with the rooftop chase scene. Yeah. It yeah. was like a nice visual spot. I, I didn't remember more of those. a lot of that, but like the ship one, like when once he found the ship yeah. and everything, that really took me back to the game. And that's very that that scene is very similar to the fourth game. Oh, because they go and it's it's very similar in the way that you go in, mm-hmm. like you you go in from the top of this mountain. It's like a skull mountain. Right. You go in and you're like sliding down. They have a whole like slide mechanic, and then there's a grappling hook in the game. So you like grapple from these different and you're like going along like Tarzan Oh, cool! and then you go and then you jump and you dive and you look up and you just see these two huge ships or no 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 sorry you you go into the, like this culvert you see the ships then you fall and then you get to see them firsthand. Oh. Like, yeah, you see them in the air and it's oh, this right, really right. nice entryway into the final section and then like oh you see the bad guys are there they beat you to it but you know you go in and all of a sudden there's like an explosion before you get into it and Sam was already in there and he gets trapped under this beam and the final bad guy, Rafe, who I didn't mention earlier. Another Rafe, Lou. He, uh, he's standing he over was. the gold and it's like all starting to sink and fill up with water because it's in the water. Right. So it's filling up with water. Sam's stuck under a beam and you have to fight this guy and they like fence and that's the oh, final fight. Gotcha. And then he, you know, water fills up and he saves Sam. And they get out and they don't really get any gold. But as they're leaving, these rocks fall from the sky and it starts collapsing the whole cave. And it's burying it and it closes the exit. And they make it through just in time. And you can see, like, a different point of view from Victor and Nathan's wife. You see them, like, coming out. they, They don't know that they're out yet. And they see that the whole thing's collapsed, and then they like turn and they see, oh, there they are, they made it. But it was just such a good visual, I remember from that game. And I thought they might try and replicate it. And I don't recall if they did or not. Did they ever close, like, the 
entryway to the I don't think re- so. I don't remember. I don't think they did. I don't I recall like they them they're actually just closing it. They, they lifted sh- the ships out. Yeah, they lifted the ships out and they just hid in the ships, right? That's yeah. What happened? Yeah. yeah, okay, so they didn't do that. Oh, <laughs> while we're on the topic. Um, when, they, when they're on the ships... And Nathan comes out and he grabs that holster. Right. That's his outfit from the games. You know, he always wears oh, the holster. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So, and it played a little, did you, did you remember they played a little music when he puts the holster on? <gasps> yeah. From the games. They had the okay. actual, like, in-game music playing as you put it on. <laughs> and it was like, oh, I remember when I saw that and I heard the music, it just took me. It just took me. And I was like, that's such a good scene. You know, so it, it's... It's funny, like as in depth and, and like crazy as like the storylines of games are now, and the more movies that are getting made after games, it's almost like the new version of making a movie about a book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean, that's basically those are just novels being played out in front of you. Yeah. You know, interactive. And now that you know, so there's people that are oh, you're not sticking to the storyline. Mm-hmm. What I will say is. There has been very little games that have been made into movies that are good. That's I haven't heard. There of too hasn't many that been good reviews like at all. Can we talk about okay the game Temple Run? This is so weird. Tell me the character in Temple Run doesn't look like Nathan Drake. I don't even remember seeing the character from Temple Run. It looks like him in the That's game. That's the one where red red or blonde. I'm trying to remember the game. It's like dark. That one of those like subway surfer type ones. Yeah, Yeah. you're running out from the temple and there's like monkeys chasing you and you have to jump and dive. I feel like he's just a redhead or a like blonde. Just some random. It's just because it's supposed to be like an Indiana Jones thing, and that's why the outfit. Yeah, and that is one thing. Like, it's such a good game because you you feel like you're a treasure hunter. You're going in, in. Right. They didn't do a lot of it, but there's puzzles throughout the game normally. Oh yeah, I guess you, that you have to solve. I don't know why I was. Exp- I was like thinking of like what the video it's game just character. It's so cool because like, like when you solve a really hard puzzle, like you feel rewarded, but then you end up it's fruitless most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like so. It just it's leads such a to the next game. mission. Because there's a lot of games out there where they're very basic and boring. They're like third person, first person shooter. And a lot of them aren't <laughs> super clear. <laughs> on like what your next goal is so there are games I've tried playing and I'm just running around like a moron because I can't figure out what I'm supposed to do I don't blame mm-hmm. you I, I like when they don't hold your hand but at the same time having map markers on does make it nice you can keep moving the quest along yeah. without having to be like okay I've been here for 20 minutes what do I do next my old roommate before I met your mom had um, <laughs> we'd play I think it was San Andreas Grand Theft oh. Auto <laughs> and it was still fairly new and we were playing it on PS2 <laughs> and we had cheat codes, of course. and he had code for like uh, to be able to fly or like a helicopter Those or something like that. We had all these cheat codes, and we were in. He he did this in this one area where he just kept. He got as many cops chasing him as possible. Got him way, 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 way up onto this canyon, <laughs> and got all these cops chasing him, punching in the code as he drives off. He's flying, and all these cops are shoot, shoot. <laughs> just watch all these cop cars fly off, and I'm like, oh, we're going to hell. <laughs> it was it was pretty entertaining though. Yeah, we haven't like it's funny. Like I've had friends that have, that play games like the ones you play, and mm-hmm. I've never been one to really make fun. Because a lot of people make fun of guys that get into games like that. Chuck. Oh, I mean, I'll make fun of Chuck because he's, he's okay, Chuck. Chuck. Oh yeah, but like <laughs> but Chuck I, I just nerd out 
differently. Because mm-hmm. now it makes Same. sense. When I play college football game on the PlayStation, which they just started making again, they actually hadn't made them in a while, but um, those don't come with names. So I would go through and name the players, and then mm-hmm. like I would play Dynasty mode where you're recruiting players and you're playing season after season with the same team. That's, that's no less nerdy than what you're doing. <laughs> so yeah, like, and I was going to say, like I, I don't know what you think I classify in terms of games because I play so many different types of I games. I do play a lot. I, and recently, it's been a lot more strategy, which I'm getting really into. Yeah. A lot of like, um, wow, I can't think of the ta- the name for it, but it's like not tabletop, but like there's a whole map set in each individual province. It's kind of like Risk, mm-hmm. but like you were playing the other day. The only you saw, yeah. Yeah, I'm mean, not gonna lie. It troubles me a little bit that you chose Germany, <laughs> World War Two, but you know. Yeah. Well, I hadn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, I just played as France yesterday. I won. Wow. That's more than France can say. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> it's fun, though. I really like strategy games like that, and I, I've been trying to play more and more and branch out. Because, like, starting, like, growing up, I started with first person shooters, sure, Black yeah. Ops 1 mm-hmm. and 2, and you know, a little Grand Theft Auto. But not really. Um, Halo, Borderlands, a whole lot of really old school stuff. Like mm-hmm. I played on the PS2. I didn't play the old school stuff so much, but I remember playing on the PS2 with Joey. Yeah, yeah. And the Xbox 360, and then <laughs> got a PlayStation, and then you know gradually kind of growing up in different consoles, and now I got a PC. Yeah. It's it's interesting the development of games between then and now because I remember I could sit on a game I could sit on Black Ops One and play for hours and yeah. have so much fun I could do that for months I could play that one game now I'm like oh I need another game you know right it's weird because I, I don't know it's just like as I think you see the patterns too you're like all right I get it like mm-hmm. I played a bunch of games like this I get it I don't need to see this one through <laughs> like it, the problem is you go back and you look at it and you. you you have this nostalgia for it, so it kind of elevates it above. Sure. And it's like you don't feel that anymore. And I hear that all the time. I see that all the time. And I can still enjoy games. You know, I could sit. I, I have you know plenty of hours in games that I still like. And it's just it's really wild to think about that I could sit there as like a eleven year old <laughs> play the same game for a year straight. Yeah, and that's again. I had I I used to build, I could play a whole season of Madden in one day and just. And it didn't bother me a bit, and you know that's no nerdier than than playing a strategy game or anything. It's just yeah. because it's sports, I'm not nerdy now. <laughs> oh yeah, everybody geeks out for different things. Yep, exactly. And that's I mean, you guys see me talking about like baseball and prospects and yeah. strategy, fantasy baseball strategy. Like yeah. I'm looking ahead to see to kind of determine what pitchers might pitch in a few days, and I'm looking at matchups and oh he's going against this team, and, you know, and oh he's left-handed, that's not a good matchup against this guy. Like there's a lot of strategy involved in that, and I'm not even like the more I find out from like the groups that I'm in online, some of these guys like how do you go to work? Like what do you do with your yeah. time, man? Like my goodness. Kind of they like bulletin boards and all this stuff. Oh, there. ridiculous. Yeah, they got like string attached stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so crime scene crime scene stuff up on their walls. All right, the answer is I'm picking up Jose Abreu. Whatever. But, yeah. We were talking about the Kevin Smith movies earlier. Um, I thought of another Easter egg thing. So, like, there's, it goes Clerks, Mallrats, Chasey, and Amy were his first three, his big ones. Each one takes place in a different borough of Jersey. 
So Jersey's got mm -hmm. the three boroughs. So in the first one, in Clerks, they shut the, the gas station down to go to a funeral for a girl named Julie Dwyer who died in a YMCA pool. In Mallrats, so you know who uh, Brody is uh, Jason, oh man, Jason Lee. Uh, Jason Lee, who played Dave in the Chipmunks, yeah, Elvin and the Chipmunks. That his name is Brody in Mallrats. Him and his best friend are at the mall throughout the movie. That's why it's called Mallrats. But his friend T.S. His girlfriend's dad hosts a game show. Mm -hmm. He goes to pick up his girlfriend because they're supposed to be going to Florida, and she comes out and she says, "Did you see du Julie Dwyer last night?" He's like, "Yeah, I saw her at the video store." And she goes, "Did you say something to her about looking fat on TV?" And he's like, I just said that, you know, don't forget the camera adds 10 pounds. And she goes, well, she went to the YMCA and just started swimming laps until an embolism popped in her head and she died right there in the YMCA pool. So when clerks, they're going to the funeral. And Mallrats, you're hearing about it and who kind of caused it. And then in Chasing Amy, it's like a couple of years later. And the two of them are meeting Amy and then uh, Holden, which is Ben Affleck's character. They're meeting for the first time and they're like, your girl named Julie Dwyer, who died in a YMCA pool. <laughs> so, like, each one takes place in a different borough of Jersey, but all these people know this story is common <laughs> in the movie. So, yeah, I, I love Kevin Smith. That was yeah. that was my guy. Like, when I didn't have cable, just his movies on repeat. That's great. <laughs> but, so, all right, we'll call that good. Don't want to thank you for joining us tonight, bud. Yeah, thank you. This was fun. Fun having you. <laughs> it was fun having you. Any final thoughts, Louie? Mm -mm. All right. So, folks, that is our take on Uncharted and whatever else we talked about. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, and tune in next time.